0: Welcome to It Was Murder, the number one heart-to-heart podcast on the internet. My name is Eric Blood, and I am the diehard romantic.
1: Mm, And I'm Ellenito, the devoted lover.
2: And I'm Joe Garber, the expectant virgin. We are here to determine
0: once and for all if heart-to-heart is a good show.
2: It is. Duh, it fucking (laughs) is. It (laughs) it very obviously is. It's great. Uh,
0: It's great. It just keeps proving that it's great. Uh, to our listeners out there, hello. Thank you for rating us and reviewing us on the uh, iTunes or Apple Podcasts app. Um, we are so grateful. It's really, really cool. I'm, I'm so happy. We're, we're posting your reviews on Instagram because we're those parents.
2: It feels like a, war- a warm hug in these hugless times.
0: Yes. It's I it's agree. like a, this is the only COVID appropriate hug. Mm-hmm.
2: Give us good reviews. It's five stars Yeah, five a stars. good review. Five hearts. <laughs>
0: Uh I do I want to start I'm I don't ugh, I'm loath to set a precedent for doing this but I do I I do want to address my mistakes from last episode that was not Deanne <laughs> at the party. Uh, it was oh yeah. I, I I I literally <laughs> sent a I was I was watching the episode again to grab uh audio uh, and yeah I I sent a photo <laughs> to Ellen and Joe saying, are you telling me this isn't Deanne from the party of this fabulous looking woman in that fabulous blue outfit? Uh, And Ellen said, just straight up said, yes, yes. like I, that is not that woman. (laughs) And I was like, fuck. And I I, I said, I texted, I will die on this hill. And ladies and gentlemen, I am sending, I'm saying this from the afterlife. That woman's name is Ava Lazar. She is beautiful. She deserves her recognition. She was also so good in that episode, watching the party scene again. She's great. Her dancing is great. Her outfit is great, blah, blah, blah. Her interactions with Max and her interactions with fucking Stanley Mm -hmm. are so good. Yeah. And she deserves her praise. Mm -hmm. All praise be to Ava Lazar. Stanley, you have Who a fucking Jody family, though. Stanley has Stanley is wife
1: gross. and
2: kids. Yeah, wife and kids. No praise to Stanley. Why weren't they at that party with him? What the fuck? <laughs> because he was trying to scam on some hot lady. It's, it's a swingers' not that kind of party. party. <laughs> there, you're right. Not a wife and kids party. I think
1: it's a work party.
2: True. Yeah, but you bring your wife at least, right?
1: <laughs> I don't.
2: <No>? Oh, <laughs> Ellen <laughs> leaves her <laughs> wife at home. Ellen's <laughs> wife, a message to Ellen's <laughs> wife: Run. Uh, <laughs> get
0: out of the house.
1: <laughs> yeah, cool. It'd be cool if I had a wife.
2: That would be cool. She's a writer. She's a famous writer. <laughs> she goes to writer's conferences. Her name is Jennifer Edwards.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jennifer, S. Jennifer Ito.
0: Uh, the show is also streaming on IMZB TV for free with ads. So, so please, please watch along with us. You're really going to enjoy it. Uh-huh. Um, and with that, we are going to... Do our minute max,
2: minute max, minute max. Our sixty second synopsis.
0: And uh, I believe I have to start this one. No, I'm up first. Joe. Oh right. Why do you have to ruin
2: everything? <laughs> we've we've <laughs> been over this. We've discussed. I know. We just talked about it. We just Joe's, talked about it. Joe up is up first. <laughs> and I'm just like racking my brain trying to remember what happened in this episode. I did oh. watch it, but like, it's a this one's a. has a lull has a a lull in the middle. Okay. I have a lot to talk about with this one, but okay, here we go. Okay. We start the episode with Jonathan and Jennifer on their way to a party, which Max is already at for some reason, because he's helping out because their house man is gone for these rich people. There's an elderly gentleman and a young married couple there. Uh, Max is, popping a cork of champagne in the kitchen and a gunshot goes off at the same time. He runs into the living room and the elderly man has been shot because they were all arguing at the, in the beginning. I forgot to say that. Uh, the young couple says that they both ran in and found him shot dead too. Uh, Jennifer takes the side of the woman, Gail, Jonathan takes the side of the man whose name I can't remember. They try to prove that each of them didn't kill it, and it ends up being the elderly man Howard, I think. His wife killed him because she he could never run away from her and never be with another woman. And she has a dog, and she sicks the dog on Jonathan, and Jennifer chooses to, <laughs> instead of helping Jonathan fight this deadly dog off, chase the woman and lock her into a closet. And that's the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Does that even... Um, no one's gonna understand what happened I mean, in this episode, based on uh, that.
0: Okay, this uh, I, I'm gonna go. This is a this was a simplistic episode. So like the the one minute max is is gonna be kind of simplistic. But I'm gonna I'm gonna okay. zhuzh it a
2: bit. All right. All right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> max is working at a party for the Hearts' friends. The Hearts are late to the party because they were fucking uh, the, the what, before they arrive. The host of the party is shot dead. Uh, no one knows who did it, but they take Max to jail anyway, because he's a worker. Uh, Max gets out of jail. Luckily the same night, uh, Jennifer and Jonathan are investigating the murder. Both of them are picking sides with the couple that was at the party of the murdered guy. Uh, the wife of the murder guy was in San Francisco, so she couldn't have done it. Uh, but then their driver who was also supposed to be the guy working the party was fired just before the party. So Max, that's why Max was working. Uh, he ends up dead as well. Uh, there's a bunch of sexual intrigue because apparently this old man was fucking real hard and it turns out his wife killed him because he was
2: fucking real hard. And that's about <laughs> it. Oh <man. laughs> It, I want to say it was it was double murder this week. There was yeah,
0: it was a lot of murder. I it was about. it was literally murder between friends. Oh, that was the name of the episode, by the way. The episode Oops. we're talking about tonight is murder between friends. <laughs> I forgot to
2: mention the second murder. All right, Ellen.
1: All right. So Max is at the house of Myra and Norman. Norman's a lawyer, and Myra's a crazy homicidal lady. <laughs> uh, Gail and Mike are there, and they think that Mike's going to find out about his big promotion, but. Uh, spoiler alert, he's not. Max looks out in the yard and their evil German shepherd, Tristan, is there barking like he's losing his mind at Max. And it's because Max is not Jean-Claude, the manservant that just got fired. Can you guess what happens next? That's right, a gun goes off and then everyone <laughs> rushes in and it's like an Agatha Christie locked Christie mystery where uh, Gail and Mike are like, oh my God, Norman's dead. Ugh. And then everybody has like a beat passes where it kind of seems like everyone's like, oh, I don't really care if Norman's dead. <laughs> then we find out like, then Myra accuses Gail of all this skeezy shit. We find out that Norman was having an affair with his, secretary Ellie, and then the hearts take sides in the battle of the sexes to determine which of their friends they think actually murdered hideous Norman. Norman is a creeper. He painted a nude picture of Gail. Mike's all, oh my god, oh god, we overspent our money, Gail. And then um, they figure <laughs> out that Myra's a bad liar, and she killed Norman the end. Wow. That's nice.
0: Ellen. You did it. You nailed this you one. You nailed it. You nailed this. You hit every mark. Yeah. You hit
2: every mark. Wow. It was a max
1: Finally, minute. It just takes <laughs> Numbing, claustrophobic episode.
0: (laughs) Okay, so yeah, this episode, I'm glad you brought up the Agatha Christie thing, Mm -hmm. because this is the most standard-ass Agatha Christie mystery whodunit episode. Mm -hmm. I actually thought it was going to be a bottle episode where they never left the house. Um,
1: mm, which would have been amazing.
0: Which would have? Yeah. I feel like that almost would have been better. Put that
1: in your rewrite, Joe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I would, because yeah, I, it's like <laughs> as soon as as soon as the champagne cork uh, gunshot thing happened, I was like, oh, mm. we're not leaving this house. This is knives right. out.
1: It just feels very murder murderous to afford. It's super awesome. Yeah, it's
2: yeah. a clue. If it was clues slash knives it.
0: out. Like whatever. Like yeah. I, I
2: really, I um uh, eight women. Eight women. Yes. Oh, yes. Have you seen, seen that, Ellen? Yeah, yeah uh, of course. Eric showed me that, and it's so yeah, fucking it's so good. So one of yeah.
0: the only musicals I like. Yeah.
1: Well, I feel like, and this is not the point, but I just have to get it out of my system. So Ellie, the, quote, private secretary, yes. unquote, quote, who w- was having the affair with Norman, and Norman broke it off with Ellie And then uh, Myra's all like, oh, well, women always threw themselves at Norman. But in the past few years, he hasn't resisted. And it's like, is this the Norman that I saw for five minutes at the beginning yelling at that pretty lady Gail in the purple outfit? and Her husband, who looks like a Ken doll, um, Mm -hmm. like yelling at them in the living room? Because that guy looks like the butler from the Richie Rich comic books, but with gray hair. That guy is... Yuck, Yeah. that guy, he is not a sexy old man. Myra. He, just, he looks like he has, he just looks nuts. He's not oh, sexy. No. At all. Oh, you no. guys.
2: Myra
0: sexy. refers oh, to Norman. No. I have a dissenting no. opinion. <laughs> oh, are you fucking kidding me? Norman. Well, that's okay. Good. That's good. Yeah. Okay. My, Myra says Norman was a very powerful and attractive man. And as soon as she said False. attractive, we looked at each other and we're like,
2: Really? (laughs) Um, He may have been
1: powerful, but he's also an asshole. Yeah. That guy, Mike, worked for him for nine years. Oh,
2: that does suck.
1: And then Gail's all, I know why you're doing this, creep-ass Norman. It's because I wouldn't Mm. get with you, Mm -hmm. creepy Norman.
2: (laughs) I was confused about what they were arguing about for so long. And I still was, (laughs) even after the episode, I didn't get the, like, Key information in that scene for some reason. I think I was distracted. Mike was up
0: for partner, and he was getting he was, passed over. Right, right, and so they after were pissed. nine years after nine years. And of why service. would
2: he tell them that news before a dinner party?
1: <laughs> why would it take them nine him nine years to make partner? Is that normal? Does anybody know? Uh,
2: that's it's not, not that's not normal.
0: Uh, there are no partners in my work.
2: Neighbor. So I've never. <laughs> I, I made partner when I was twenty one. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I was very confused as to why Max was already at this house when the yeah. hearts were just on their way. Like I okay. They're so just, they he was, working. He was working. He was working the helping. party. So this episode, Max gets treated like a servant a lot. Yeah. Like and I didn't like that. Nope. Like Jennifer says at one point she's like is Mr. H home yet as if he's like a butler I
0: thought that was familial though I thought that was (laughs) but he is a but but also he calls he calls them Mr. and Mrs. H so she was speaking in his vernacular I, I thought that was fine yes
1: we found out that Max speaks French in this episode. And Italian,
0: which to me- And Italian, which oh is- yeah. Which we, we saw him learning Italian on, I <laughs> in feel the pilot. Like, <laughs> I,
1: I feel like Max, um, he expresses displeasure at being asked to do it, and it's fully acknowledged that it's a favor. Yes. Not that they're like, Max, you're still working off your debt for your passage to us. All right. yeah. um You better go work at this asshole's party. Yes, well, he's, he he's going to yell at people. It's hmm.
0: because they fired their
2: usual guy. Jean-Claude It's like part (laughs) It's part of the episode
1: Uh, Los Angeles cab driver (laughs) Jean-Claude
2: <laughs> yeah, Jean Claude.
1: You guys can tell me if, like, I mean, it's been a while since I've been to L.A., and it's been even longer since I was in L.A. in a cab. Um, Is I've Jean- never been Claude in a cab in L.A. A cab driver a thing?
0: <laughs> no, maybe. I mean, for real, like since Lyft and Uber, maybe all maybe. of the cab drivers are Frenchmen.
2: I feel like we've met that guy at the Eagle, though. Oh, we have. <laughs> oh. Um. But so the, the thing that struck me most about this episode was Max's treatment. And then also it was very different tone from the previous episodes in that it was like Mm -hmm. a lot less fun. It was more adult, like more serious. There was a funeral scene that was just like very by the book, serious. Mm
1: -hmm. Everything was so
2: serious. Except
1: everyone's wearing blue. Everyone was wearing blue. And Jennifer's wearing burgundy. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even notice that.
2: Jennifer's a boss. Huh. Uh, it just didn't feel as like fun and lighthearted as previous episodes especially the car transforming into a satellite episode it
0: was a formulaic <laughs> uh-huh. it was a formulaic <laughs> agatha christie style mystery it was a who done it yeah. it was it was something that you see in television yeah. All the time, it's right. it's a boring trope. No, I liked it. I, I did too. I totally enjoyed it. Uh, I but the the one thing that they did add <laughs> was the aerobic scene at the pool. Oh
2: my god! Yes, to the yeah.
0: fabulous rendition of "Love Hangover" by <clears throat> our friend Mark Snow and his fabulous band. Uh, right, but
1: and it was was it Greta. The Swedish instructor Inga. Oh.
0: Her name was Inga. Inga oh. Who one, had who had her tree? Who tree. had her Swedish Jamaican accent? Yeah.
1: <laughs> one, two. One, one, three. Two, three. Three. two, three, four. And
2: like not lining that does that count wasn't lining up with any of their actions. They were also, like,
1: <laughs> one, everyone was two, working three. out
2: around the entire pool, so it's oh, like only
0: the front is hearing your one two trees. What girl.
2: kind of like, a weird gymnastics? The leotards
1: just seemed really hot.
2: And really tight <laughs> around the waist, like belted, cinched Well, it's like, who's wearing
1: in? the long sleeve leotard?
2: I guess that's why there's a pool. You can just jump in the pool if you get too hot. I guess so. They were like arranged specifically around a pool. It was like a ritual. It was bizarre. Can we talk
1: about how Gail is all mad that Inga's calling her out? And then she says she hasn't paid her for six months. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, we find out that Gail is- Because you
1: know that class isn't once a month. It's every week It's at least.
2: It's, it's
0: three times a week. Come on.
2: Is Mike yeah. her husband's name? Yes. Yeah. So Mike and Gail, we find out in this scene that they've overspent and they're poor. Yeah. And then Jennifer says, is there anything I can do for you? And it's like, you're Jennifer Hart. You're super rich. Of course, there's something you could do.
0: Yeah. But there, there's no way that people of that standing are are asking to borrow money.
2: Why? That's crazy. Because that's what poor people do. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But they're The hearts are so rich.
1: But she's okay because she's like, oh, I have something to fall back on that she seemingly forgot about, which was that she's qualified to teach at a professor level, uh, to teach <laughs> journalism at a university.
2: Yeah, she forgot. Right? About that.
1: So um, she forgot about her she's master's. She's going to be journalism. absolutely fine, right? And, and she's all.
2: I have a doctorate. So
1: I have sixty-five witnesses. I'm teaching journalism again. It's great to have something to fall back on. And it's like. Was what you were falling back on before just like the sofa and a pile of cocaine because you and your husband just spent money like water, Mm -hmm. even though it was taking him nine years? And again, we still don't know if that's a long time or not, but nine years to not make partner Mm -hmm. for Norman, who's hideous. It's like just quit, Mike. Have some fucking oh, dignity, God. Mike. Quit.
2: <laughs> yeah, quit. Go to a different firm. You Why were they ask. having
1: dinner if it wasn't for him to find out that he was making partner? Were they having dinner so Norman could be like that's you're I, not making partner? That's I what know. I felt
0: like it was, but it was like and,
1: and Myra wasn't even there.
0: Yeah. They they express that Mike and Norman fight regularly. They express that, that Norman
1: fights with people regularly. That Norman is a dick.
0: Yeah. But I thought they, they kind of made a point that him and Mike were fighting, like they that they oh, fight, well, that they make a Norman meal of it. Norman basically
1: that. says something like to the effect that Mike has an attitude or whatever, like that that's his problem and that's why he's not making partner. But what I like is that when Norman's arguing with him is that 90% of the time he has his back to them and he's oh. just like smugly like insulting Mike with his back to him. Yeah. In the living room.
0: I didn't notice that. part. He sucked. He, m- Norman sucked. Well, yeah, no one cares. Guys, if dead. I don't. Joe, I am really, really disappointed in you. I care about <laughs> Norman. I, he was just trying to do his job. I am. I'm going to be so grossed out at our one segment. But I mean, we don't know <laughs> that.
2: We don't know how how what Mike's job performance was. We have no idea. He may have sucked. This is aware. true. Well, this is
0: true. And and speaking to what Ellen brought up, the fact that they had blown through whatever money they had from his, mm. his law work uh, in this prestigious firm or whatever, I think there was cocaine involved. Oh, I think there yeah. was, st- <laughs> like, it was 1979. There, mm. These motherfuckers were, were getting high as shit. Did you, I mean,
2: I forgot what I was going to say.
1: Was it about Gail's outfit at the dinner party?
2: <gasps> yes, that, like, purple shawl over the purple evening gown. That mm-hmm. was great. I loved it
1: I that. also was a fan of Myra's, Uh, voluminous blue thing with the crazy pearl necklace.
2: Oh, at the end. like
1: It looked like she was wearing a rope of pearls that was like 15 feet long because Mm. it was looped around her neck eight times or something. Yes. And then she like just collapses into the chair, like resigned to the fact that the hearts have found her out, Mm. um, which is impossible not to do because of the way she's like, I just found out that Norman had a house, was renting a house at the beach. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Here is the key. It's like... Come on, lady. Yeah. The, uh, okay.
0: My 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 third note is Myra killed him.
2: <laughs> yeah, totally. It was pretty clear from the moment they picked her up at the airport, which is a crazy plot point that she actually flew to San Francisco instead of just walking into that terminal.
0: I mean, well, it's only fifty-five minutes. Yeah, but you she. Have, spent, you
1: have to be on the flight registry.
2: But she said there was not on the commuter flights.
0: As it, oh. Apparently in 1979, pre-9-11, you could just, no. like anyone could be on any plane and no one would ever know.
2: Yeah, and the other thing I- D.B. Yeah.
1: Cooper, everybody. The heart,
2: <laughs> so the hearts, like she was supposed to be picked up by Max, but he gets arrested for the murder of yes. Howard possibly.
0: So unfair.
2: And then they go pick up, they pick up Myra at the airport, Howard's wife, and then they walk to this corner of the airport that has this like jazz poster. What was yeah. that? I know it, was, it
0: was the Britain exhibit. That, that poster was in the previous episode. Yeah. Yes, it was. It
2: was, yeah. Uh-huh. So it was and, like,
0: Lacma had a British exhibit, or something. and it was
2: like <laughs> <Yeah>. leather, <laughs> great. leather um, sofas with a giant lamp, as if it was like a living room. <laughs> it was the weirdest airport set. It's <laughs> just
1: Burbank. Yeah, it, yeah, it,
0: it's totally it's Burbank, Burbank it but Burbank. but like zhuzhed up, like it was a fancy Burbank because it's rich people. So you, okay, Ellen, you said the dog's name was Tristan. Mm-hmm. When do they do they say the dog's name?
1: Myra says it when she sticks the dog on Jonathan.
0: (laughs) I thought she said something in German because I, I, I'm sorry. This is me being naive, I guess. Oh, Uh, in the the first line, maybe it's
1: something German, but well, yeah, it sounds like Tristan.
0: The first line of the episode is Max uh, yelling at the dog saying, calm down, Hitler. And I know that, of course, can be a joke because it's a German shepherd. But I thought, so my first note is the dog's name is Hitler. So we know who the bad guy is. The dog <laughs> hitler oh no the maybe whoever the owns the dog which was mira or myra
1: is a, is a german name that sounds like tristan no it's where she says tristan you
0: you may be completely right as we know uh I, i'm I frequently wrong so <laughs> my
1: you, you may be totally right is, i'm not known for my acute hearing
0: but max calls the dog hitler uh <laughs> Uh, Jean Claude loves Hitler.
2: <laughs>
0: loves the dog. Surprise. Uh
2: huh.
0: Yeah. So I just knew that it was, I knew that it was Myra from the very beginning. Um, Myra's the worst. Myra kind of sucks. And she was bad at like def- deflecting blame. She was really bad at it. It was just like, oh, here, go She's look like, over it. here. Go look in the wrong place. Go look over there.
1: She's like, I, he called me and I told him he'd better be careful. He said he is getting death threats, et cetera, et cetera. It's just like, oh my God, Myra, you should have workshopped that a little bit
0: yeah. more. Oh, and it's a woman that was making the death threats.
1: Yeah. Was it a man or a woman? It, it was a woman. <laughs>
0: Let me search like, my okay, my memory okay, palace. Myra.
1: Yeah, okay. <laughs>
0: Myra's memory All right. palace is All right,
1: Myra's just running down the hallways of the memory palace looking to <laughs> the left and the right, like straightening a painting or two. It's just like, oh Myra, that's not good.
0: Mm-mm.
1: I mean, I wish that she had just delivered those lines with just a little more conviction because then I think at least you would have kind of been like, Oh, I hope it's Mike and he's just going crazy.
0: I just she wasn't. I, I, again, like no one in these shows shows any sort of grief in a real way. Uh, and this is, this is not me grief
2: shaming anybody like my like, confession.
0: No, no, no. Oh. I'm talking about like when they tell her, okay. Oh, I have a problem with how they tell her that her husband's dead. They say <laughs> Jonathan in the says airport. in the Burbank uh-huh. airport under the, the under sofa. the British exhibit poster <laughs> There. Jonathan says, it's
1: "An ad for Wee Britain." <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jonathan's like, "Oh, I bought a car there last week, uh, <laughs> <laughs> two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks ago." I'm always wrong. That's uh, okay. If we know anything with this podcast, is that Eric is always wrong.
2: You're always wrong, but you say things with such confidence <laughs>
0: because I am a confident man.
2: Uh, <laughs> a much says, like Howard,
0: he says, "Your Norman. husband was Norman. shot. Norman's been <laughs> shot." And then he lets her hang there for a right. while before uh, Jennifer says, "I'm sorry, baby, <laughs> your husband's dead." <laughs> yeah. I'm like, "No, no, no! Start with dead. <laughs>
1: yeah, start
0: with dead. Follow up with shot. Yeah, like, like, start okay. with dead. Your Just rip, dead. rip off the bandage."
1: talk about the best scene in the the episode though which is actually when they're bowling at the end of the episode yeah. with Lieutenant Doyle <laughs> and Lieutenant Doyle turns around and he has a pick in his back pocket. Uh-oh.
0: Okay, Lieutenant Doyle <laughs> played by uh uh what's his name? Um Caesar
2: uh don't know.
0: Uh, yet again another another like famous Actor from the Black Exploitation era. He was in the longest yard. Mm-hmm. He he's he's a he, Harry Caesar is his name. Uh you'd reco- you see him, you would recognize him. He's got quite a face. Um I love that he was the lieutenant. I love that he had speaking lines and a name. Mm. <laughs> it's always good when black people have speaking that lines was surprising. and a name. Yeah. Uh but this is also, I also thought this is so funny. The cops are at the house. Because Jonathan and Jennifer weren't there already. Because
2: <laughs> they would have been like, don't call the cops. Yeah, We've got this. <laughs> we got this, yeah. Because mm-hmm. like, what were the cops doing the whole episode? That's they didn't what, figure anything no, out. No, they didn't
0: do shit. They, just, they just reacted to Jonathan art. and Jennifer's phone calls.
2: Yeah. But I did take issue with Jennifer's outfit at the bowling alley. I didn't like it. It's, nope. She looked like a, a high schooler from the 50s.
1: Oh, Poodle, I thought she like, was just a way to be cute. Because I mean, a traditional bowling... Outfit for women would be like a longer skirt like that. Is it a poodle skirt? So I thought skirt? she was just riffing no, on that. No, no, no. No, but I like that she made it in 1979 because it was slit. The skirt was slit. Yeah. It was also
0: Joe. Joe noticed <laughs> and pointed out that you could see right up her skirt for Did the majority of those scenes until mm-hmm. it was a close-up where they put a chair in front of her.
2: There's a scene where Jonathan gets a strike and she like kicks her legs up and then mm-hmm. you can see like full right upskirt up skirt. full upskirt and mm-hmm. then and, the, and then they cut back to her after someone else gets a strike I think Max gets a strike and then they cut back to her and there's a chair right between her legs yeah. like just yeah. So when, Ma- when
0: Max got his seven ten split
2: yeah 7-10 split yeah
0: uh, Max this uh, was a this was a good Max episode to no, me
2: it was not
0: I thought it was a good uh, freeway because,
1: can't even eat oh uh, poor little Max freeway. is in jail
0: he was so bummed
1: when Jonathan's like I know freeway also, w-
0: when Max shows up to the house after getting out of jail, Free- Freeway <laughs> runs up to him. So yeah. do the hearts and he hugs Freeway. I know. Not the hearts. Yeah. I-, I I know that this is television and, and he wasn't going to hug them. Also, the hearts but- were,
2: they were comforting themselves by drinking glasses of milk. Yeah, And gross. I was like, ooh. <laughs> in their robes. Oh, Jonathan's robe in that scene. The pop collar. Oh my god! It looked like a big denim collar. I thought it was denim at first, and like giant, like three quarter length sleeves with huge, huge cuffs yeah. that were like like towels. Yeah, these cuffs. And and that's what. Were, a, that's what robes. They like. were horrible. They looked. I horrible. want.
1: I want someone to do like a Airbnb or something that's modeled after the hearts house because I want uh. to eat a giant sandwich at like one in the morning. Uh huh. When and, someone I know has been thrown in jail.
2: And like the oven can fake explode sometimes if you push a sure. button. If
1: there's explosion juice. There yeah. has to be explosion juice. Yeah, and a big sponge.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's Ellen's second spit take of the episode. Uh-huh. I think we're off to a really good start.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? Did you want to say something else about the about the bowling scene?
1: Um, No, I just enjoyed it.
2: I liked that too. I liked it. it.
0: I, I really, yeah, I liked it. I like that Max uh, got his seven ten spare. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, what did he say? It's not, it's not impossible. It's just hard, and he did it. Like yeah. mm-hmm. Max is a Max is a fucking baller, man. They He's all just, are
2: incredible bowlers. They were all getting strikes. I know they're all really good bowling. So Jennifer's outfit in that scene though is, I would have thought it was really cute if she didn't do the socks. The socks threw it over the edge into like.
0: That's the fifties 50s 50s element. Fifties
2: cos- cosplay. Though. Also,
0: she's wearing rented shoes.
2: Yeah, I guess. So socks. Yeah, but you I mean, would she think that had the hearts those... have their own their own shoes. Do you think she had like thigh high boots on before those? <laughs> <laughs> before she put her bowling shoes on? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> one would hope because she was still doing those socks. This was I
0: also like this a... was a car heavy episode. There, were, there, we got to see uh, three of their cars, uh, three of their four but cars that we know that exist.
1: Heart one, two, and three.
0: Yeah. So so Jonathan's red Ferrari and the pilot like doesn't is it, is one. that not a a recurring heart car?
1: I think he just weirdly it's one of the heart when they did the heart to heart Hot Wheels thing, the Ferrari's one of the Hot Wheels. But um, Okay,
0: wait. There's Heart to Heart Hot Wheels? There's Heart to Heart Hot Wheels.
2: <laughs> wow.
1: But the the Ferrari is I don't remember seeing the Ferrari again, but I'm always so fixated on the Mercedes. Yeah. I don't care about the Bentley and I never care about a Bentley, but I love heart two and three. <laughs> but the Ferrari, I always just took it to be so that you didn't think that Jonathan and Jennifer were together in that first episode.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That was why they used it. But the the, the young couple, Gail and Mike, Right. Mike and Gail have a sporty
1: red car. Yeah,
2: Yeah, they had like the the sporty red red coupe.
1: Mike says some dumb things.
0: That's not a dime a dozen to coin a phrase. Right. Uh.
1: To coin a phrase. It's like, actually, Jonathan, we don't need to say to coin a phrase. No. That's that was just like a
0: really bad that was a really bad like writer joke. I'm sorry, I'm stuck on the heart to heart hot wheels. Listeners, if there are (laughs) heart to heart Hot Wheels that you know of, uh, There are. I
2: found one on eBay right here. How much? Twenty
0: bucks. It's only twenty bucks. Yeah, listeners, we need heart to heart Hot Wheels.
2: <laughs> Join our Patreon and buy us Hot Wheels, <laughs> listeners.
0: You guys, stop begging. I know. I'm sorry.
2: So, um, Jonathan at one point goes to the to Mike's office, right? Yeah, and finds the secretary.
0: Mike and Norman's office.
2: Mike and Norman, not Howard. Mike and
0: Norman's law
1: office.
2: He he w- does a wolf whistle at the girl. Her back is turned, at and Ellie. Sh- Ellie, yeah And she says There's only one man in town That can make that sound genuine
1: Sounds sincere yeah.
2: Sincere And turns around mm-hmm. Jonathan Hart And it's I don't What does that mean?
1: Okay. It means that She knows that He's he really complimenting it. her Even though What he's doing is sexist too. Yeah Right, okay <laughs> Shh, That's her like, like, way of like Glug, glug, glug Ellie's doing it with Norman mm-hmm. The butler from Richie Rich With like cotton balls glued on his head
2: <laughs> Yeah <laughs> She seemed happy that she was going to his funeral, though she didn't like Norman. They, well,
0: much. they were really they were playing up. She he dumped
1: the, her. That's the, why yeah, mm-hmm.
0: they were playing up that she might be uh, uh, the murderer, mm-hmm. which was so. Uh, well, this this was just a by the numbers who done it <laughs> that that yeah. she's
1: not doing it with Norman. And I, I feel like there's no universe where she's doing it with Cottonball Head Capri Butler dude. Like, no, Norman. Also, it's not like Norman had a great personality that we can discern, mm. right? It's like his homicidal wife is the one singing Norman's praises yeah right Gail's like Gail's like Norman's gross Norman's
2: like a smoky scotch like he doesn't have to have a good personality you He's don't like drink understated. scotch I know <laughs> but I would if I was with Norman <laughs>
1: I can't Norman. believe you have talked so badly about scotch, Joe.
2: Norman would buy me all the scotch I wanted. <laughs> um. You'd have to have a lot of it to fuck that man. But
1: <laughs> I just feel like Norman, no one's really convincing me that Norman's worth caring if he gets murdered. <laughs> this, is,
0: this is just a casting issue. I feel like if they would have cast someone who was legit smoking hot, we wouldn't necessarily be as offended by the idea that he had all these, these beautiful women like at his beck and call, but like the money thing we can, of course we can, of course like attribute a lot of it to the money thing, but it's so, I don't know, man. Like I, I did love that. So it turns out Gail, Gail, was being pursued by Norman,
2: but she was, but she
0: said, she no. rebuffed
1: him. She was yeah. like, she eh. she
0: rebuffed him.
2: and then he painted her nude. He paints be- her beautiful nude portrait. So he's a painter. He's also much a wonderful, like George W. Bush. He's also a wonderful painter. <laughs> I just <laughs> can't like be George I I can't believe we became, can be so united on Tony and so discordant on. Oh, Norman.
1: Joe. Norman is an <laughs> asshole,
2: <laughs> but he doesn't deserve to die. He just had an affair, right? That know. was his crime.
1: He had multiple affairs. <laughs> right. And He's, he was trying to have another one.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she wasn't having And he it.
1: clearly would have given Mike the partnership if Gail slept with him. Okay. totally. So. S-
2: yeah. But Myra seemed okay with that. She she's seemed, not,
1: she's like clearly obvious, not okay with any did. of it. Yeah,
2: she, she murdered him. him. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I thought about that after I said that. The way she explained it earlier in the episode, she seemed okay with it. <laughs>
1: Well, but
0: She seemed resigned to it But that was part yeah. of her act Because she like fucking Gale, murdered him
1: Gail should punch Myra in the face In open court for telling the hearts that she found a letter to Norman from Gail where she sounds like, quote, a 12-year-old schoolgirl. Yes,
2: that's what I was... Gail
1: needs to beat the shit out of Myra. Yet yet again, that
0: was another moment that I was like, oh, Myra did this. She so did this. Like, there's no way that anyone else is even in consideration for this murder. So
2: that information came from Myra to Jonathan?
0: No, to, to, to Jennifer. Jennifer. Jennifer,
2: that she wrote a letter to Norman saying, "Okay, that to, she was which little Jennifer
0: little then uh, confronted Gail with at the aerobics class mm-hmm. with uh, Jamaican Swede Inga,
1: <laughs> Jamaican Inga." Yeah, <laughs> the hearts totally argue. You know, I know I love which of their friends is a murderer. That and argument then, was so
2: cute. So too. cute. <laughs> I really liked that. I
1: loved
0: it. That again. Oh my god. So I I that scene in particular made me it brought up what we talked about last episode. We are now back to Jennifer being the character that was presented to us who is of her own mind, who knows her shit, who isn't isn't just kind of going through life. At the whim of her husband. That argument was a real like, nope, you're wrong and I am right. And b- of course, both of them were doing that, but it wasn't, oh, maybe you're right. No, it ends with a very cute truce. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, I loved it. That's after Jennifer got hit in the fucking head. Again. I
2: wanted to say right. this is Jennifer's second concussion in a row, in a row. Apparently, you can it's, have four before you or three before you can't play football. Is that anymore.
0: Salvatore hairdo that just but protects you. It's also you from-
1: the <laughs> second time when you'll notice that Jennifer often goes off on her own to follow leads or mm-hmm. to investigate. Like mm-hmm. that's kind of something that's consistent throughout the series. So, yeah. whenever you think that Jennifer's being too this or too that or not enough, she almost always is like, I'm handling this. By max and she leaves. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And that seemed, it really seemed to me that that should have been maybe a crime scene because they were going in and out of Jean-Claude's house so mm-hmm. much. All the murderers, the hearts were in there a couple of times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like everybody was in and out of that. And house. And when he
0: talks to Lieutenant Doyle on the phone, he says, nothing's been touched while Jennifer is like going through things.
2: Yeah. She's touching <laughs> everything <laughs> in
0: the house. Literally touching things.
1: nothing has been touched except the tape recorder that someone's using to brain people repeatedly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <do> we, <laughs> mm-hmm. so Myra goes there and just like crushes in Jean-Claude's skull with the tape player
2: yep yeah which she was looking for a cassette tape right yeah but she wouldn't look in the tape player but,
1: but so she- does Myra also knock Jennifer unconscious or is it that Jean-Claude knocks Jennifer unconscious Jean-Claude and then- was
2: already dead yeah Jean-Claude was okay, dead okay
1: so Myra knocks Jennifer unconscious but then just leaves her mm-hmm. I find which that is, hard
2: to believe uh, yeah yeah that seems crazy.
0: I don't know. Myra seems like she was capable.
2: But Myra, Myra knows. Seems, Myra
1: seems like some weak shit. Myra's like, Myra's the weak sauce. Like, she's not a good liar. <laughs> yeah. She's just, you know, there's <laughs> she, something. She relies on, on her dog. more than dogs. just, and her. just there being screws loose. Right. I was just like, it's just not coming off.
2: But at least she knows at that point, it makes a little bit of sense that she wouldn't just kill Jennifer because she knows that there's a cassette out there that incriminates her and she knows the mm-hmm. hearts don't have it at that point. So yeah. she knows that there's nothing to, like lost by leaving Jennifer alive. Whereas in the, in you made me kill you, that woman should have just <laughs> stabbed Jennifer in the throat a million times. Right.
1: Right. Nobody never was driving the car. Well Pe- and Peggy
0: was No in the closet. Peggy was smarter. Oh. She was she was like, "All right, I knocked your ass out. I'm going to blow the pilot light out on this heater and you're so, going to suffocate."
2: So it looks like you killed yourself. Yeah,
0: like and it, it was a s- successful ploy if if, if Thorne the meddling Yeah. Like Peggy was a smart criminal. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> smart psycho.
1: Poor Peggy. I sort of picture Peggy like um Mona and Pretty Little Liars in the asylum.
2: Oh, we haven't watched that. Haven't watched that. But I'm with you, Spirit.
0: Is that the next Is that our next
2: podcast? Is Pretty Little Liars? Pretty Little Liars? (laughs) What? I thought you meant Big Little Lies.
1: Oh, well, after our hopa conversation earlier, I thought you might have checked out Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> I,
2: I want. I, I know it's. I know it's not going to happen,
0: but I wish that Peggy would return in later seasons, like the Hannibal Lecter character that they visit <laughs> in an asylum, and she gives yes. them insights into into the things that they're investigating.
1: Well, yeah. if anyone finally remakes the series, they should bring everybody back in mm-hmm. cameos. You want
2: Peggy back? There's I so want... many
1: great supporting characters. I want the bizarro except hearts. Norman, who I hate.
0: Yeah, he Norm, Well, he's dead, so we don't have to worry about him coming back. I don't know.
1: Well, we know where Mimi Maynard is Mimi. on
2: Instagram. <laughs> Mimi Maynard, sure, we guess. love you. Um, they, so the heart, they go to the funeral and then later in the day they eat chili dogs in the park with Max
0: and they throw them extra away. Sloppy. Extra sl- yeah. They throw them away. <laughs> it's one of my biggest pet peeves in movies and television when people get food and then they take a bite and then throw the rest of it away. That always makes me crazy. I know this is the fat kid in me speaking, Yeah, but <laughs> Don't throw away your fucking food. Like Jennifer's it's food.
2: Has a silhouette she's trying to maintain.
0: Also, when Max takes a bite of his chili dog, a big oh glob of God. chili just falls on his stomach, and <laughs> it's it's so disgusting. I, I almost, and he does he's so <laughs> delighted. It's I I love Max in this episode. He is delighted by everything. He's not even bummed to be taken to jail. Yeah, I almost. He's spit. probably like, oh, I, get, so I got a good craps can. game going at the LA lockup. Yeah, I got craps.
1: When he picks up Freeway, it just made me think about when the little boy picked up Freeway last week. Yes,
0: <laughs> that Freeway's Freeway's a bigger dog than you Freeway's think. A big
1: dog, like Freeway is not a teacup. No, Freeway's boba dog. size, and everybody picks picks Freeway up like he's a handbag. <laughs> yeah, he's not. Like it's clear no. that it's a bit of a struggle. Like unless somebody has placed Freeway in your arms, and then they're rolling. Yeah. Like whenever anybody picks Freeway up on camera, and this is not—I'm not fat shaming Freeway. Freeway is just—you know—he's just has the frame he has. Mm-hmm. But everybody wants to pick him up and love on love on him so hard. But when Max picks him up when he gets back from jail or whatever, it's kind of like, oh god, oh my yeah,
2: god. you're gonna yeah. hurt that dog's arms. Like you're gonna break that dog's arms or spine. Like yeah, it's, he picks it's him like, up in a rough way. It was cute how Freeway like jumped up towards him though.
0: Yeah, Freeway. Th- this was a. Again, freeway was great in this episode. <laughs> Max was great in this episode. I mean, like this this episode for for its lack of creativity hit a lot of points for me. Mm-hmm. Like Jennifer was awesome. Jonathan was cute.
2: Their interactions were cute. Max
0: was Max was uh proven to be more worldly than than expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's his character is just getting richer and richer and richer. Mm-hmm. Freeway is just being awesome. I, I yeah, the show continues to to delight me.
2: Yeah, Max, oh, deep throating that chili dog almost made me give I'll him my start. poke my poke vote, <laughs> almost. <laughs> but I think we all know where that's going.
0: Uh, let's get it over with. Ugh. It's what, time what for pick, pick your, your poke.
2: poke norman <laughs> <laughs> why it is because really? he was fancy yeah he was handsome i thought he was handsome oh, Christ! he has like I a know. little oh pencil mustache he's got a john waters thing <laughs> he looks like he'd be fun
0: he made me think of the remember the old dude in sex in the city that <laughs> samantha is gonna fuck like that's who he reminded me oh.
2: of no he's still distinguished he's distinguished
0: uh, Distinguish my ass. This is also
2: a very this was a very thirsty episode for me. There wasn't a lot of options.
0: No, you're right. There this, aren't this a lot was, of I, options, <laughs> and it was
2: this close to being Max because of the way he ate that hot dog. But I couldn't, I couldn't do it still because like he he put that hot dog, and I was like, Max is my poke, and then that little chili glob fell down onto It's Like, oh no, never mind. That's disgusting to watch. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Norman. Gross. (laughs) All right. Let's hear your guys' pokes. Let's hear how great your pokes are. (laughs) I honestly like stop laughing.
0: (laughs) Ellen has gone into her octave laugh and it's
2: (laughs) (laughs) Norman. No. He would never cheat on me. Norman would never cheat on me. He'd never would. And then I oh sick boba on you. <laughs> oh, god. oh, god! How are we so divided? How are we so united and then so divided? Dude. I thought we're you guys divided. were divided. Two it. of
1: us hate Norman.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no,
0: you're you're an outlier. Like this is this is. Ri- I'm I'm genuinely like.
1: Who am I'm I perturbed. with? Like, I'm perturbed. If, by that. That's crazy. Who, who
0: am I? Who do I go to bed with every was night? I don't little, understand this. <laughs> he was handsome. Uh, oh. Get the
1: cotton balls out.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, this was a really difficult one. This yeah. was a really mm. di- so it's it's, John, it? it's Jonathan I mean, again for me. Oh. I I like mm. I didn't like Mike. There what about Jean Claude? No, Jean Claude doesn't do it for me either. Jean Claude was like that that like jeton stained French dude that that like. Doesn't do it for me, and I yeah no Jonathan. It was Jonathan for me. He was, it, but even even that was a stretch. Like he wasn't necessarily cute in this episode, but he
1: was horny, and I he gives I respond, you that smile that you like so much when I talking that ah, they were doing it, and then they're yeah. going to leave early to do it.
0: I loved that. I yeah. loved it, and that was like the first that was early in the episode, and it turned me on immediately. It was like. Relate to the, we're late to dinner because we were fucking, and we're gonna leave early because we're gonna fuck some more. Mm-hmm. Right on, Jonathan, let's do this. Yeah. But uh, yeah, everyone else was was kind of off for me, mm-hmm. including Mike. I don't know. Yeah, what, what was, about Ellen? El- Ellen,
2: Mike really gave me like dad friend vibes. That's like, yeah, yeah, he he hit that. He was like, he was like, he was like yes, that. you
0: you look like a Ken doll, as as mm. Ellen mentioned.
2: Gail was hot though.
1: I feel like Mike just has sort of like the. Old Spice guy before they got Matthew Perry's dad to be the quintessential perfect Old Spice guy. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like he just has sort of like a catalog commercial Mm -hmm. seventies look.
2: He's very safe, unlike Norman, who's edgy. That's the thing. Like I don't remember (laughs) Mike's face at all.
1: Right, exactly. Mike's just not a type that I would ever, ever, never. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there wasn't. But I, I don't go for Jonathan either. Who do you go for? In general, or in no,
0: no, 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 we got to pick who's your girl? Your, your um, Ellie. Oh, yeah, good choice, mm-hmm. good choice. Yeah,
1: because Ellie's like within the vernacular of the time, she's kind of loose, she's hot, and she's mad. Yeah. yeah, so Ellie's out like getting wasted at a bar because she <laughs> doesn't want to have yeah. feelings about how that grossy Norman is dead, <laughs> yeah. but good, good riddance. And uh, you know, she's off to better things, but I feel mm-hmm. like Ellie's good for some sort of displaced, like hate fuck.
0: Mm-hmm. I stand by that as well. That's a good she's one. She's looking for Mr. Goodbar. You, oh, you that's know, a bad, that's a bad thing to look for. The whole time you were <laughs>
2: fucking Ellie though, you know who you th- she'd be thinking about? My Norman.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Ellie, I, that actress, I actually, I, I want to look her up and, and see some more shit she's been in. Mm-hmm. Cause she, she was doing something for me. Maybe she's my poke. I don't know.
1: <gasps> oh,
0: Like really, because Ellen may have convinced me on this one. Lady poke. Do it. Do
1: it. United yeah. against Norman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm going <laughs> to unite against. I'm going to vote against Norman. That's crazy.
2: <laughs> Shots fired against Norman, my husband. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we'd, we'd sail down to Baja together and get embroiled <sighs> in a drug scheme. Mm. Um, I thought Myra's performance when she was finally, they finally caught her. Uh, I th- I thought her performance was really great in that set in that scene when she sits in the chair and she looks great uh, mm-hmm. and she's she's still kind of deciding whether or not she should keep trying to trick them or just yeah. like, confess mm-hmm. yeah. and she sort of goes between the two
0: right she's all like hmm they give that scene a lot of space they too. Do. like there's a lot of bl- there's a lot of silent stares between yeah. the hearts and Myra and it's mm. it is like
2: I thought she was great effective
0: she, she was really good yeah and then, and then she six her she six <laughs> Hitler yeah. onto on.
2: Jonathan and she <laughs> runs into a closet and then Jennifer runs after her. she's like does a moment where she's like should I help Jonathan or should I run after her and then decides to run after her and locks her in a closet
0: <laughs> because because Myra <laughs> thinks there's a loaded gun in there yeah. but Jennifer knows somehow that the gun is no longer there.
2: So she could have been helping Jonathan with the dog the whole time.
0: But all Jonathan had to do was duck. And then the
2: dog just (laughs) jumps out the window. (laughs) Jumps onto that TV set with a painted background.
0: (laughs) That shit was so So cartoony funny. The
1: way the dog jumped out the window, I, I don't know that either. Well, Joe's definitely not old enough to remember this, but there was briefly like a Saturday morning kids show about a, like a, army dog, I think Hmm. that ran away, um, and solved crimes. And, (laughs) but it was live action with the German shepherd. And so part of me is like, is that the dog from run, Joe run?
2: It's called Run Joe Run. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Uh I don't remember
0: that show. That seems like something that my mom would have would have like I may have watched that or my sister may have watched that. Run
1: Joe Run was it was around like during the when it was still kind of like Sid and Marty Croft like Oh wow. Shazam kind of moment. Mm-hmm. Did you find it on the internet? I
2: did. Um Run Joe Run. Is that dog Hitler?
1: Is that dog? <laughs> Hitler?
2: He definitely looks like Hitler.
0: I mean, German shepherds See? all look the same in yeah.
1: 1979, like that's so. a gorgeous dog. It's, yeah, <laughs>
2: we we had a German shepherd for a while, and we named him Gollum. And he, if you got your face too close to him, he would lash out and try to bite you in a very angry way. And Gollum, to,
1: so like opposite of Hitler.
2: Yeah, is, is Gollum, Gollum the, opposite the opposite of Hitler?
1: Of Hitler? <laughs> well, that, I just mean that it's a Jewish reference tradition. No. Yeah, that is Gollum. true. It is. Yeah,
2: we met. We we were doing Lord of the Rings reference, <laughs> but he used to he would attack my dog, which looked like a big version of Boba, and like they got in a brutal fights, and it was Boba. horrifying.
0: Boba Boba liked this episode.
2: Oh yeah, she was staring at the TV for stared the TV for a while mm-hmm. mindlessly. Uh,
0: How dare um. you? <laughs> Does anyone have any other elements to talk about in this episode? Because I'm at a loss. Like I I feel like this episode is. It's not a blight, it, but it's a—it's no. just a weak episode. It's, it's a
1: little pause. I mean, it's, it's like a little parlor mystery kind of a situation, which I think has its place in in the pantheon of, of mysteries. Like, everything can't be, like, action, 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 action all the time. You know, it's like, it's not the A-team. It's heart-to-heart. But it is kind of, um, you know, it's a bit of a sleeper episode yeah, in a lot of ways compared to some of the...
0: Well, coming off of you off of uh You Made Me Kill You, yeah. It's right. it's a real snooze. Like this I'm one, I'm this is making me happy that we don't binge the show. Like I I yeah. did
2: enjoy like when you said like they were they hit their stride in uh was it Passport to Murder or
1: Passport-, Passport to Murder is when it just like you just get a sense like it's just getting lit
2: yeah I kind of feel like I felt like that in this episode a little bit because it was like way more adult and I kept thinking mm-hmm. about s- death it's more
1: sophisticated like yeah. it it, mm-hmm. it makes much more sense. Mm-hmm.
2: And there were some slow like languid shots of them like arriving at the funeral that were like slow and beautiful yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, and great. and I liked it a lot but I but also it was a little bit more boring.
0: What was here's I, th- I think of it as like they have introduced the characters well enough at this point. Mm -hmm. of of jonathan and jennifer that they didn't need to spend a lot of time creating those characters for you on screen Mm
1: -hmm. because you know who
0: they are now Mm -hmm. uh and i i appreciated that i appreciated that they didn't they didn't dumb down anyone they didn't like try to flip any scripts uh Mm -hmm. they did enhance max which was Mm -hmm. great i don't feel like they did Dude, he speaks French and Italian yeah, and he's like stuff. he's he can get a he can pick up a seven ten split. Like he's yeah. he's Freeway's fucking favorite. rat. He's Freeway's favorite. Okay. Like yeah, that's, I see that there's all kinds of good stuff about Max in this episode. So that's that to me but, bumps the score
2: up. Uh but Well, it's, and it's,
1: very very soon we're going to have a Max centric episode.
2: Fabulous. But in like hit Jennifer Hart, he was just like lounging around the house in kimono after kimono, just like helping them cook. He was he like lives there, Joe. Yeah, he I was like love- their best friend. And this one, he was like a servant. He this, was like. But,
0: but it also speaks to to man. Max's status. Like he was he was serving at the dinner party mm-hmm. as a favor to their friends. As a
1: favor entirely as a favor
0: entirely as a favor. He was also pissed about it, which he expresses to the Hearts on mm-hmm. the phone. But he also smoked cigars the entire time he was serving them mm-hmm. food he, and drinks. When
2: they go to the funeral, he like stops outside to to light up a cigar. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then like, Jean
0: Claude, and then he gets chili dogs. Yeah, yeah Jean Claude dogs. doesn't doesn't accept a cigar because he's smoking his jetons. Mm-hmm. Jetons. Oh, it's been a long time. Which are which are. Wonderful and disgusting,
1: yeah. The same time. I also yeah.
0: love
2: that the whole the whole series is from Max' perspective because that's the intro. <laughs> it kind of is. It's like mm-hmm. we're like he's fascinated by these people in his own way. Is like working class man is like, oh, you can like be these rich people and like, it's kind of funny that that's he's like watching their foibles and.
1: Next week, I'm excited about next week's episode. Well, should we do our ratings and then we
0: can get to that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joe, do you begin? Do I? Who did? uh, Fuck. I I wrote it down.
2: Begin the begin.
0: You begin the begin.
2: Um, (laughs) Okay. Fuck. I don't know. I think I'm at 3.5 hearts for this one because it's not Mm. terrible. Mm -hmm. It's no. But Hit Jennifer Heart was like more fun than this. But like. It was less silly than Death in the Slow Lane, so I'm I'm like lost in where I'm rating what you know. It's like a I think just go
0: with your feelings, like go with your gut. Mm -hmm.
2: I think I want to do three point five because I three seems mean and four seems way too high, Mm -hmm. so three point five hearts.
0: Remember, three is above average, like three three is more than half.
2: But that seems mean because there was some great John Jonathan and Jennifer back to back or like um witty dialogue there were some great scenes with them which i loved yes. uh and i do like the agatha christie theme clue sort Me of too. premise i like that a lot and there were some great moments so that's the point five, i guess i, I don't know i'm not like passionate about my rating on this one though
1: mm.
2: <laughs> i don't mm. feel one way or the other
0: you know you're not as passionate about it as you are for norman
2: As I am, Norman. Norman, Norman. for
0: crusty old Norman. Yuck! Norman's gross. He's
2: just crusty enough.
0: Who may not have deserved to die, but deserved to not be around anyone. Not be. He might not have deserved to live. (laughs) I'm giving it a three. Ooh. I'm giving it a three because I I don't think it's a good ep. I uh, Uh. good is the wrong word. I don't think that it's uh, I don't think it's at the caliber that I want it to be. Uh, for a heart to heart episode, which has been mm. proven to be exciting, fun, and fashionable like all kinds of like e- anything beginning with an F. And uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, but I'm giving it a three, and really, I'm only giving it that high of a score because Max was fleshed out as a character and they kept Jonathan and Jennifer where they should be as characters which is Mm. clever Mm. loving horny uh (laughs) like adventure seekers
2: yes so that's my rewrite for this episode to make it more interesting (laughs) is to amp up the fact that um jennifer was promoting the the woman in the couple Mm. and jonathan was trying they were trying to prove the innocence of each one of those and that was those were fun moments when they would come bat, bat heads, but they, it wasn't present enough in the episode. There was a lot of other boring stuff that was going on. And that if it the whole episode was just them butting heads about that, that would have been way more fun. Yeah. They could have played that up a little more. They should have played that up way more. Like that should have been like the centerpiece of the episode.
0: But they did, they did really play up what a team Jennifer and Jonathan are. Yeah. And that makes me happy. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, Oh, the, the taxi cab scene when they, yeah, when they great. find yes. the cab driver and they like suddenly are from
2: New York. Yeah. And, uh, you They're know. like, come on, pal, yeah. let us look in the you trunk.
0: Know, he he said, Hey Mac,
2: Hey Mac, uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: let me look in your trunk. Yeah. And yeah, I like, that was really cute. And the, like Jennifer even does like a, Oh, Hey, like, yeah. and I was just like, this is adorable. Mm-hmm. So yeah, three, three hearts for me. Yeah. I like that scene.
1: All right. Um, I'm also going to give it three hearts. Mm. And it's because I'm kind of aligned with Eric, not just against Norman, <laughs> <laughs> but in addition, just in terms of the things that are sort of like the bells and whistles of so many, like the stock and trade of heart to heart is the glamour, right? It is mm-hmm. it is so much about the idea of their jet setting lifestyle and their wealth and all the things that come with that, you know, like it's this episode. I think if I, Saw this same plot on, I don't know, something like Inspector Lewis or something like that. It would just be perfectly fine. Like, there's plenty of mystery shows where they aren't like doing speedboat chases in, you know, like beautiful one-shoulder gowns. There's just not that that extra element of glamour that's that's present in the heart's world. And so, for me, that the I have to reward the fact that the plot makes sense um that it gives you just enough enough curiosity about who may or may not have done it the premise is like the kicks off as like the classic egg at the christie locked door mystery which i'm always just a huge sucker for mm-hmm. so i have no problems with the overall plot of this and and the tempo of it and all of that. But it just in terms of compared to the hearts running a uh, handcuff to each other through mm. Mexico and then causing a <laughs> helicopter to explode and murder <laughs> de- corrupt cops. It's just kind of like, Oh, this one isn't, it doesn't have that extra little, yeah. <sniffs> you know, but as, as a standalone, you know, like as a quiet mystery episode, like if it's inspector Lewis, it's, absolutely fine yeah totally
2: so, it's it's never so an episode. i give it a
1: I give it a three it doesn't three. let me down mm-hmm. because i think that it makes a lot more sense plot wise than some of the other bells and whistles yeah. episodes but it's just not as fun and mm-hmm. i think once you get addicted to the fun episodes it's hard to to back off of that and yeah. i'll say like this episode is we don't see a lot of episodes like this one moving forward
2: Are, is there do they do a locked door mystery in a better way. Can you tell us that? I'm going to guess like
0: one of their spooky episodes probably does this they a little must. better.
1: There's a lot of classic mystery yeah. tropes referenced, but I'll say this is, this one is, is unexpectedly small mm-hmm. and quiet.
0: Okay. So uh, uh, this episode is a 9.5, which is uh, still a heart attack. We're, we're still in good territory. It's, it's just above the mark
2: uh, for a heart murmur.
0: Yeah, it has to be, well, seven is, seven is when we, when we get into bad territory. No,
2: that's a heartworm is bad. What's our, yeah. this, oh, so this should is be a heart murmur. This is this a heart, is a heart murmur. murmur. This is a heart murmur. Yeah, it's the third, it's our third rating. It's our middle of the road. Yeah,
0: so I would say six to nine.
2: Yeah, it's a heart murmur.
0: Yeah, well, this, and this is six, this is nine and a half. So that. Mm. Yeah, see you're rethinking, huh?
2: I'm rethinking it should be so what's <laughs> our maximum 15 is our maximum 15 is the max. So 10 to I think maybe like, 11 to 15 should be heart attack. Okay. Maybe even maybe even 12 or 13 to 15 I'm thinking because this is like this is an episode that's fine. It's a fine heart to heart episode. but It's nothing any of us would ever recommend as the first episode you watch of heart. No, to heart. no, and it's no. Pr- kind of forgettable. But it's fine. It's not. It's not bad. It's fun to watch. You know, so. you're,
0: I, actually, I'm agreeing with your your scale. Uh, yeah. I'm looking at the ratings and the low, like the lowest is hit Jennifer Hart. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> um,
2: but even that was oh, like fun. I had fun moments that I right. remember. It's more memorable than this episode, I think.
0: But that's a legit well, heart murmur even, or no, that's a heart worm, worm yeah. even in, okay. in that okay. rating.
1: Ellen,
2: what do you say? What do you just say? What you want to say?
1: Oh, I sorry. I, I tuned out cause you guys were talking about the ratings so much. <laughs> um, I'll, re- I'll reiterate math. Oh gosh. um, I'll reiterate that this this episode's an, an anomaly and it's kind of it in hindsight when you look back at the season you'll see like you'll feel that even more acutely than you do now like right mm-hmm. now it just feels like oh what a bummer like like it's like it just slows down all of a sudden and mm-hmm. then it's it's going to pick right back up great and we'll be off to the races again but I think they're just trying something which is like it is a mystery show mm-hmm. and you know
2: but I think we can all agree that this is like a middle of the road episode and we are not super oh, yeah. excited about it. So this, no. should, whatever, I don't rating, hate it though. Like whatever I'd rating this, this, this episode be
1: stands murmur. out to me for reasons that are different from other episodes standing out. And so mm. it's, it's unique in that sense. For me, yeah, it's, it's just murmur. because
2: like Norman is so hot and I would just like, oh, god, really want to I remember. wish she would stop saying. <laughs> so, Hey Ellen,
0: what, what are we watching next week? Yeah. What's next week? Well, or, or in three days. Is I'm Norman sorry. Is it, it? What's the next episode we're watching? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Mm, I'm so glad that you asked. Um the next episode originally airing on November 6, 1979, next week we're watching Cop Out. An article written by Jennifer leads a call girl to ask for her help so the oh. hearts go undercover Ooh. to bait a killer who is murdering prostitutes. Yeah. Oh my
2: god. That's amazing.
0: Okay. Thank you all for listening. Come back Next time when we talk about cop out, please subscribe <laughs> on Apple Podcasts, rate us and review us, uh, give us five stars because why not? I mean, what, what's it going to do? What's it going to hurt? Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. It's it was murder pod. Email us at ItWasMurderPod was gmail at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate you listening. We, uh, oh and that's my timer. Give us your thoughts.
2: (laughs) Give us (laughs) listeners. I want to hear listeners thoughts on specific episodes. I would love to hear what listeners think of specific episodes. If you guys are watching along. Uh,
0: Yeah, I would love that. But also we're, since we're, a week and a half ahead of the listeners yeah. I kind of I, I don't know we may we may actually close that gap at some point so maybe that's good please find um,
2: me and DM me if you find Norman yeah. hot
0: DM DM Joe dick. for the hot Norman thing hot Norman so picks. Uh, I got hot Norman no one's ever DMing Joe Norman. I got
2: dick pics of Norman if you want them gross. <laughs> DM me
0: <laughs> gross <laughs>
2: uh, but like it's gray
0: as Max says every night <laughs> Good night, freeway
2: Good night, Freeway.
1: Good night, Freeway.